Welcome to another episode of Gamer Geeks and Girls. I'm your host, Lori. I'm joined here in this special episode with my daughter, Aria. Hi, everyone. This past Tuesday, Aria and I, along with Leroy, who is a part of ComicTube, had the opportunity to preview Black Widow in the theaters for a special fan event. And let me tell you, it was amazing. The movie was awesome and it's definitely worth seeing on the screen. But before I jump into the actual movie, I thought it would be fun to go back and discuss what we know about Black Widow so far from what we've seen in the movies. Now, if you're like me and- Forget movies easily. And well, not only forget movies, but don't read the comics either. Watching the movies was the first introduction for me to Black Widow. But I had forgotten her and I didn't realize how much of her storyline that I didn't really pay attention to or that I didn't remember. So I'm going to help you out and I'm going to take all the guesswork out and we're going to go back and we're going to discuss Black Widow from the very beginning. So through the years, years. her name is obviously not Black Widow, but it's Natasha Romanoff. She is a spy, an assassin and an Avenger. And generally, she's just badass. Of course, you don't really get to see that much of her because she never had her own solo movie. Her first introduction was in Iron Man 2. In Iron Man 2, when we're first introduced to her, her name is Natalie Rushman and she's hired on to be Tony's personal assistant. It isn't until later in the movie when Nick Fury introduces her as Natasha Romanoff, who is an agent of S.H.I.E.L.D. After that, we really don't see her skills until the very end, and even then, her skills are just fighting. Right there, there's really not much... You could go based off of... Yeah, we don't really know much. Okay, so she can fight. (laughs) So can Iron Man and Captain America. All of them. Everybody, they all can fight. (laughs) So right there, there's not much that we know. It isn't until the Avengers where we start to get a little bit more of her story. And within the first 15 minutes, we can see her showcase her abilities at first acting like she's helpless before she kicks everybody's ass. So that was pretty good. She did help get Dr. Bruce Banner, AKA the Hulk, to help locate the Tesseract. That was her first meeting with him as well. We do learn about the history between Natasha and Clint, uh, who is Hawkeye. He was originally sent to kill her and somehow ended up helping her. Although we don't know the story behind that and it's kind of like a running joke in all the movies where they talk about what happened in Budapest. So hopefully we learn about that soon. A little show, a little spinoff. A little spinoff, that would be great, right? Maybe <laughs> Just watch that, figure out what happened. Maybe they can talk about that in Hawkeye, so let's hope. And then we get to see her interrogate Loki, which was actually really fun to see because at first we think that he's actually getting to her, but it's actually her manipulating him to get the answers that she wants, which she ends up doing. And then later on in the movie, when Loki messes with Hawkeye's mind, Natasha is the only one that helps bring him back to himself and she was the only one who actually closed the portal in Manhattan but even then we still don't know much about her and I think she's the only Avenger that we don't really know about you know she's the only Avenger that didn't have a movie I mean until this is true she is the only Avenger I mean Hawkeye didn't have a movie either he's having a show but he's so they're kind of like they're like okay you guys don't have stuff so we're gonna give you stuff now 
Yes. I think up until this point, again, Natasha is still very much a mystery. So whatever the Avengers know is essentially what we know as well. The next movie that she shows up in is Captain America, The Winter Soldier. Now, if you haven't seen this movie, it's seriously such an amazing movie. I think it's one of my favorite solo movies out there. And I think it's actually one of my favorite Marvel movies to begin with, but amazing soundtrack. Anyway, getting back to her. In this movie, we see Natasha team up with Captain America. We see that she is smart and she's crafty. We see a lot more of her skills when it comes to fighting. And she is a very talented fighter. She's very quick and very deadly, like a Black Widow. Huh. Wow. Look at that. Like it totally wasn't <laughs> made like that. Even her logo is like black widow too what? oh my god okay fun fact and by the end of the movie she released all the hydra files to the world and exposed their secrets and their members so that was pretty cool as well but despite all of this up until this point there's still nothing that we know about her past we don't know anything about you know where she came from how did she get to where she is anything it isn't until avengers the age of ultron where we get a small glimpse of her actual past going back to a little bit of the beginning of the movie we find out that she's the only one who can actually calm the Hulk down and it's most likely because of their feelings for each other and the fact that he trusts her and then we start to see the romance between Banner and Natasha as well I wish they would have developed this more okay my daughter's looking at me shocked really apparently something that she forgot I did as not well know that you see so there's certain things that just aren't as memorable but Hulk and Black Widow I mean, not the Hulk. I mean, she fell in love with <laughs> Dr. Banner, not but, when he was the Hulk. I mean, that is Hulk. I mean, that's true, but she, accept, she accepted the Hulk part of Bruce. So let's leave it at that, right? <laughs> okay. <laughs> she accepted the good with the bad. But yes, she did have a little romantic thing with him. And I wish they would have explored it more, but they kind of like left it at that. It's when Wanda, aka the Scarlet Witch, messes with her mind that we get to see a glimpse of her childhood. Now, it's, it's a little weird to see. Um, it doesn't really make any sense, obviously not because it's not our nightmare, but we see her essentially training as a spy she's shooting guns and this weird ballet scene which i don't know that's just so random to have in a assassin school you but know, maybe whatever she likes ballet you know maybe they did ballet so that they could be uh quiet while being fast you know because ah, ballerinas are that's actually a very like good observation on their toes that's so a great observation. Maybe that's I like what they that. were teaching them. That is, that's actually quite possible. Do things while being on their toes. I I didn't think of that, but yes, that's actually <laughs> that is actually a possibility. There you go. See, even I learned something just now. <laughs> okay, now this is the part that is actually very important. When she's talking to Banner, and Banner tells her that he can't give her the life that she deserves with children and all of that, she tells him that it actually works because she can't have kids. This is when she mentions the red room and the red room is essentially the place where she trained as a graduation as part of her graduation ceremony they sterilize her and all the other women now that's a big 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 thing to remember because that's the only time that we hear about the red room and it doesn't come up again until black widow so just keep that in mind if if you want to go back and watch age of ultron just for that 
out one scene, please do. Just to clears up a lot. It does it it starts to clear up a lot. So it's definitely worth a watch for that simple scene, just that one scene. What also makes her badass is the fact that she also knows Morse code and she uses Morse code to send Barton her location. That's pretty cool. So up until now we we can see her spy skills, we can see her assassin skills. And we caught the very quick glimpse of her past. But you have to watch the movies for her specifically to kind of grasp onto these things. Yeah. If you're just watching it passing, it's kind of one thing that goes in one ear and out the other. It doesn't stay there. I completely agree. Um, I feel like when it comes to Black Widow, unless you're really paying attention to her and her specifically, she kind of gets lost in the story. And it's kind of sad, really, because she deserves a screen time. The next movie, and I'm going to veer off a little bit from the movie itself, but the next movie that she shows up in is Captain America Civil War. Here she's back in action and you know all in her fighting glory with all her cool little gadgets. What ends up being an essential throwaway line is actually not a throwaway line for those who have read the comics. Now what I'm talking about is the scene where she's fighting Bucky for the first time or the Winter Soldier. It's the first time that her and Bucky are fighting and she tells him you could at least recognize me. If you've just seen the movies for us it's just a throwaway line i have no idea what that even means when they even knew each other because nothing is ever explained and that line is never addressed anywhere else in any of the other movies so i actually had to do a little research in it and it turns out that in the comics Bucky and Natasha actually had a romance. She's everywhere, isn't she? Oh, yeah, she is. <laughs> <laughs> She's certainly going around. Exactly. So in the comics, if you read Uncanny X-Men number 268, it's the it's a comic where they first meet and they meet in Russia. If you want to continue with the story, the next comic that you should read would be Captain America number 27 from the 2014 series. In this particular comic, we learn about their romance while she was at the Red Room, and he was also in the Red Room as well. And it was a brief moment for, you oh, know, was, two weeks. Why was he there? Why was He was there for training. So you have the Winter Soldier program, and right? And you have the Black Widow. And oh, then you have, have the, the Widow. Yeah, you have the Widows. Oh, I thought it was only girls. Or was it the only thing that they... Uh, well, the Black Widows are only girls, but um, the Winter Soldiers are essentially like the, the boys, all-boys school of the girls' <laughs> school, like that kind of thing. <laughs> the all-boys club. <laughs> exactly. So, um, so he was there for training as well but only for two weeks That's so weird. he would sneak into her room even though it wasn't allowed and they had uh, this romance but then as he continued with his program they essentially wiped his memory again and it wasn't until she met up with him again and kind of got him to remember her, they continued their romance all over again. But, but then he forgot again? It, it goes back and forth, apparently. Wow. <laughs> but we don't see this in the movie. So it's never addressed. I don't know why they decided to have the line in the movie. Because people that never read comics are clueless about Exactly. That. So maybe they gave the line to the people who actually read well, comics. Well, that could be very useful now. It can be. So, so if you want to continue with the Red Room and learn more about that, I suppose you can go pick up those comics. At the end of Civil War, Natasha is on the run, and this is where Black Widow comes into play. So the movie Black Widow happens between Civil War and Infinity War. Yeah. Now we are up to Black Widow, and the beginning of Black Widow was just fascinating in and of itself. I probably could 
have watched the whole movie just on that. It it, it was really captivating. Captiv- that that's actually a good word. It was captivating. It, it was, was a, intense. It was a lot better than I expected. Mm-hmm. So, because, you know, as someone who never really had a lot about them movies, it's... Watching it was kind of like refreshing. It was like, wow, okay, she actually has a movie now. By the way, this is a non-spoiler review, so don't worry. Um, I should have mentioned that a long, long time ago, but it's non-spoiler. Unless, you know, you've never seen any of the other movies, then those are spoilers. But okay. we, not, not Fair the enough. movie. <laughs> Fair enough. So in the beginning of the movie, one of the questions that the movie answers is what was Black Widow's childhood like? And although it's not a very long beginning, there's a lot of information packed into it. It was very well thought. It It wasn't too long. It was a perfect amount. It gave what it needed to give. It did, and even even when the credits were rolling, like the beginning credits, there was just so much information packed into it, and mm. it's really imperative that you pay attention because it really gives a lot into what the Red Room is and what the training of a Black Widow entails. So those are some questions just in the beginning of the movie that are answered. Like I said, it's intense, it's captivating, it's Would watch fascinating. Again. Yeah, Would watch again. Very, very good opening scene. And honestly, like I said, I can watch a movie just based on that alone. Her childhood? Her childhood. Oh, yeah, that was really... I would love to see a detailed movie about what it was like there. Exactly. Instead of just a movie. Exactly. So let's hope for the future. I mean, I think... think Another Black Widow movie that focuses more on her childhood. I think a lot of fans would actually like that. Okay, so other questions that the movie answers is it really talks about or it really answers the question on what or who were her family and i'm doing air quotes because i use the fam i use the word family very loosely but it really goes into detail on who were the people who raised her kind of raised her for a bit for a bit for, <laughs> for, for, for years yeah trying to tiptoe around things so i don't give anything away so it answers the, that question on who her family is so we have the questions what is the red room and what goes into black widow training and then it also another question that it answers is you know how her childhood trauma led to her becoming a black widow now let's talk about who are the big baddies in this movie so we have two of them we have uh, black widow no she's not a baddie <laughs> kind of a baddie no she's a bad ass she's not a baddie what's the difference are baddies like babies <laughs> no baddies are like the bad the big bads like you know oh okay not <laughs> bad word maybe get it bad baddie <laughs> baddie word okay oh, no bad. <laughs> All right, that was that was such a mom joke. Anyway, <laughs> We have Drakov, who's the creator of the Black Widow program, and he trains all the Black Widows. And then you have Taskmaster. And Taskmaster is an interesting villain because Taskmaster mimics their fighting style, their opponent's fighting style. So it's very difficult, you can imagine, to beat Taskmaster because they're paying attention to every move that you make. Now, we don't get to see Taskmaster a whole lot, and I feel like that would have been an interesting movie in itself as well. Or like a little little snippet. Well, I feel like, I mean, 
I, f- I would love to have seen more Taskmaster because mm-hmm. I feel like Taskmaster added the element of urgency to the story. Mm-hmm. But because we don't see Taskmaster as much, we don't. I don't feel like there's much urgency in getting to the bottom of you know what they're doing. Yeah. But Taskmaster is a very good villain. I I rather enjoy Taskmaster, and Drakov is a villain in a different way because. Although he doesn't physically kill anybody, he's essentially kidnapping girls all around the world and training them to be black widows. Kind of torture. Because yeah. it's not like something they want to do. It's exactly. it's very it's very brainwashing. So it's more horrifying in a holy crap this can actually happen kind of way. Hope not. So, I mean, yeah, knock on wood. <laughs> Hopefully not. He does bring a different villainous element that we hadn't seen before before into the movie. It was like a villain that doesn't do much that also does a lot. Yeah. At the same time. If you haven't caught up with any of the Marvel shows, I would say if you absolutely had to watch one, it definitely must be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. There is a scene, again, not giving anything away, but it directly ties into Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Although you won't be completely lost if you've never seen the show, I think it adds to how the scene plays out. So that's definitely a must. When it comes to the cast, I think they did such a phenomenal job with the cast they are perfect uh we have david harbour uh as red guardian he was the father or eleven's father in stranger things if you don't know who that is yes if you've seen stranger things he was eleven's father i'll be honest i haven't really seen him in anything else but yeah he was great in stranger things he was good in everything so far exactly he's essentially the russian captain america and he kind of adds a very comedic style to the role touched yeah and the overall story so it makes it it makes it a little funny under all of the seriousness that's of the movie yes he does play a really great role personally my favorite new actress to the mcu universe is florence Pugh, who plays yelena who is essentially black widow's sister and again i'm using air quotes because sister is very loose but she was really good too and she was also bringing a lot of comedy into she the yeah she she brings she brings a lot of comedy and she actually makes fun of heroes heroes essentially Marvel the, the things that we make fun of when it comes to superhero movies that's what she makes fun of too so she's, she's like us yeah <laughs> But she's very funny, and she has a lot of great lines. She's smart. She's very smart. Her action moves rival that of Black Widow, and the both of them together make such a dynamic pair. I can't wait to see what she brings to the MCU universe because she will be back. Again, no spoilers, but she is going to be connected to Hawkeye. Hopefully. She's just... She's just such a great actress in the role, and like I loved her as Yelena. So one thing that they still didn't answer, and I know I mentioned this before, is what exactly happened in Budapest between Natasha and Clint, aka Hawkeye. It's an ongoing joke that they continuously talk about in all the movies about you know their time in Budapest. So they haven't mentioned it in Black Widow, and I'm hoping they mention it in Hawkeye. I'm very curious. The more they talk about it gets you you know i think it's hinting it's 
it's like it's hinting like it keeps bringing it up so that when it finally does show up you're more excited for it i'm hoping that's the case now the fans have wanted a black widow movie for so long i think that this is the movie that wow you that will wow you and it'll it really brings black widow front and center despite the fact that she's not exactly front and center in the movie so i know that doesn't make sense but so, if you see it you'll understand yeah she is the main while also not really being main it's kind of like a weird yeah she's equal a, to everyone else exactly although this is her solo movie i think all of them kind of share the screen time equally and they each have their own little sub stories as well that come cool. up so, exactly very so smart. we don't just learn about black widow but we learn about the whole family and i think that is Important. a really good take on it and then the next point that I want to make is that this movie does such a great job highlighting females without it being in your face and obnoxious. All the females in the movie, because it's a very female dominant movie, all the females in the movie are just badass. They do it in a way where, again, it's not in your face and it's not obnoxious and there's no, I'm just a girl playing in the background because <laughs> I'm sorry, that was just a horrible, horrible song choice for that scene. Sorry, Captain Marvel, you were a good movie, but that was just a horrible shade. song choice. The shade. <laughs> it does a really good job of just highlighting the power and I don't know brains of of women and in I just, a good I love way that. in yeah. a good way in a very smart way why is this movie needed as I've stated before in all the other movies Natasha kind of just blended into the background she didn't really have an origin story she's one of the only Avengers aside from Hawkeye who's never had a solo movie up until this point there have been you know each Avenger had had several of their own solo movies whereas she hadn't had anything we thrown didn't... into the dust multiple times yeah kind forgotten of... not cared about because she wasn't shown that much exactly and I think it's also very unfair to her and I'll be honest I think I was one of the ones that didn't care for her because I really didn't know get her. to see her or know her on the level that I did with everybody else but th that's why this movie is needed because she deserves that she deserves her own spotlight for a change and she deserves to have her story told she's a great character and this this movie really showed that it really showed her power without without it, anyone else taking it away exactly you know personally for for me, I never found anything really memorable about her. So when I actually went back and watched these movies, it was like a light bulb going off saying, hey, wait a minute, they, they mentioned this this early? Or, oh, I didn't know that she said this, or I didn't they know she did that. this. They hinted at this. Exactly. If you have the time before the movie comes out, I really suggest going back and watching the movies that she showed up in and really paying attention to just her story, or at least focusing more on her side of things. Other than that, I mean, I give the movie a five out of five. Like, it was just, the action was wonderful. The, the story was amazing. The and just the chemistry between everyone in that movie was phenomenal. And the soundtrack was great. The soundtrack I mean, was really, really good. Everything. And the fact that it was directed by a woman as well makes it even more amazing. And even more so, like, girl power without being girl power. It was definitely a worth it to watch movie definitely worth a it. worth it to watch movie and even more so if you can get to the theater it's really a movie meant for the big screen oh yeah to hear an audience and oh yeah 
it's a good it's a good going back to the theaters after covid type movie oh it, it's exciting and it it's is. like yay i'm here while watching black widow so double yay i completely agree i mean this is the first time we've gone out Since to the movies COVID, which has been like a two years no a year a year and some months definitely a movie to watch in the theater if you can but if not then definitely pay for the premium on disney plus to watch it the day it comes out Worth and it. and do it before anybody else spoils anything because there is a big spoiler in the movie that Multiple. a lot of people will probably want to spoil for you so beware now after watching black widow and then going back and re-watching everything especially in avengers endgame it really hits different when Natasha sacrifices herself so that Clint can get the soul stone. I was definitely a lot more emotional because I felt more connected to her and it was a more emotional scene. Knowing why she sacrificed herself made a lot more sense. So I think that when that when that scene happened, a lot of people didn't care because again, there was nothing really exciting about her at the time. And I think after watching this movie, if you go back to Endgame, it'll be a really sad scene compared to the scene a lot of people cared about. Yeah. It'll be a scene you actually care about. I agree. That's our take on Black Widow. I hope you enjoyed this episode and I hope you enjoyed my very special guest. I'm never coming back, by the way. (laughs) She'll be back for other episodes. Thank you for joining us on this episode of Gamer Geeks and Girls and we hope to see you next time. Bye. (laughs)